Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. My dictionary defines culture war as, quote, a cultural conflict between social groups and the struggle for dominance of their values, beliefs, and practices, end quote. Nowhere is this concept illustrated more forcefully than in the history of Christendom. We Bible believers seem to be constantly at war with society, which begs the question, is this the way it's supposed to be? Let's ask Dr. Tim Jennings, who joins us today via Skype, to shed some light on this topic. Dr. Jennings, what do we need to know? Well, you know, Charles, I'm glad we're talking about this because in at least America, over the last few years, decades, there has been this encroachment of this idea that if we are tolerant, uh, respectful people, that we respect other people's culture, and it's crept in to have this idea that it is actually righteous to protect other culture, and it's unrighteous to seek to undermine or erase or destroy other people's culture. And when we talk about culture, we're talking about not bacteria growing in a Petri dish. We're talking about a form of civilization or a certain set of values that you described. This is what we mean when we talk about culture, the beliefs and customs of a particular society. And so is it righteous? And so I've asked a lot of young people, and I will tell you, with millennials, Gen Xers, Gen Zs, it is almost universal that it would be bad. It would be maybe evil to seek to destroy another person's culture, that we should protect them. But I want to read to you what Jesus said in Matthew 28 and have you think about it. It says, Matthew 28, verse 18, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. This is Jesus speaking. Mm -hmm. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Now, was Jesus instructing them to go out and eradicate paganism? It would seem that Jesus was instructing them to give them the option to have something other than paganism. Would I be right in saying that? No. If you're a disciple of Jesus, make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey everything. There's a command here to go out with the gospel truth of God's kingdom and attack lies, Mm. falsehoods, Mm -hmm. distortions, thus cultures that are based on lies and distortions about God or godlessness, paganism, all cultures based on false views of God. So let's go through some examples. The first question is this premise that if we're righteous, if we're virtuous, we protect other cultures. We don't value our culture over theirs. Their culture is equally valuable to ours. And I'm challenging the premise first, and then we can talk about the method of approaching if we conclude. So the premise I want to actually destroy, because the premise in the mind of the Xers, the Zs, the Millennials, is that all cultures are equally valuable. And and when we value people, we value their culture. This is a fraudulent idea. Let me give you evidence to support it. As a Christian, should we, if we follow Christ's mandate, the gospel commission, if we are bringing people to Jesus Christ and they give their hearts to him, which we would think is a virtuous and righteous act, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. Yes, we would. Yes. Would that necessarily, if people do it, destroy voodoo culture? 
Yes, it would. It certainly would. Would it destroy witchcraft culture, Buddhist, Native American animistic spirit worship culture, godless communism, evolutionism, humanism, secularism, etc.? All these cultures that are anti-God, anti-reality of a loving creator that Jesus revealed, if we bring them to Jesus and they have a conversion experience, those cultures, based on the lies of the enemy, are erased or eradicated or destroyed. Yes. So today's modern cultural value that some aspect of our identity, such as race or gender, is uh, more valuable than qualities of character. Mm, yes. That culture should be destroyed. No. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. said he wanted a nation where his little girls could grow up being valued for the quality of their character, not the color of their skin. He understood the real value, yeah. and he wanted to destroy this identity culture that is forming that is very corrosive. And Dr. Jennings, I have seen this in action because I was raised in the mission field. My folks are missionaries. And I have seen whole villages and whole cultures, as you would say, in a small village, transformed from witchcraft and voodoo and all that, devil worship and whatnot, into a clean, beautiful, loving, compassionate village. I've seen it with my very own eyes. That culture was destroyed by Christianity. Right. And so if we think about this identity culture corruption— Remember what the Bible teaches. In Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. Right. You could say there's neither black or white. Right. There's neither male or female. Gender is not the issue. What matters is if one has a heart that's been transformed and we develop certain traits of character called fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control or self-governance. Right. We're mature citizens who, who actually have mature qualities of character, and we have a unity and a love and appreciation for each other. And we want to eradicate from our culture things that are destructive to others and to ourselves. Now, when you say we want to eradicate from our culture, our culture being the Christian culture or the culture of acceptance, which America seems to have been built on? Yes, Okay. Yes. Right. If you want to advance health for everybody, like what you described in the village, when you went in, you had an agenda yes. to see voodoo eliminated, yes. to see witchcraft yes. eliminated, yes. to see to see superstitious, irrational thinking eliminated. And people come to an understanding of how God created reality to work and live in harmony with his laws, the laws upon which he built reality to work yeah. as the creator. So what's happened, though, with progressivism is they believe all cultures are equally valuable, and therefore they seek to protect all cultures, mm -hmm. and they work via the imposed laws of human governments or, or business policies or social pressures or shouting down in the workplace to obstruct the sharing of the gospel of Christ. It becomes illegal to try to convert people to Christ in certain parts of the world or certain places or policies are passed in businesses where you can't talk about Jesus to your coworker. They want to protect culture that is actually harmful to people. Explain to me something, Dr. Jennings. What is the difference between a group of people that wants to protect someone's culture and not rock the boat, as it were, and then it seems to go against what Christ told us that we should do and go in and change. 
and another group of people who want to go in and make the new standard of living that they want to impose on people the law of the land. They want to have a government behind them that says, no, you cannot be a heathen. No, you cannot worship this kind of God. No, you cannot give gifts to that kind of potentate. So now you are transitioning away from the question. First primary question we're dealing with is, Should we value all culture equally or not? Right. right I think okay. we have effectively presented evidence that we should not. We should not. Exactly. Yes. yes. There are some culture that is actually healthier yes. than other culture. Yes. Okay. Now, the next question you just uh, asked was, well, what method should we mm, use yes. to achieve the goal? Yes. Should we go in and use the government to force people like the Dark Ages tried to do? No, that method actually doesn't change when we talk about these cultural changes. We're, we're talking about transforming hearts and minds. And so the biblical method is present the truth in love, mm-hmm. leaving people free. That's what we want to do. So that's the method that we want to use. However, I do want to point out The Christian cannot support using violence, coercion, force, killing to advance their agenda. We cannot support it. That doesn't mean, though, we cannot recognize it has been used in the past. We can recognize that, and we can also recognize there have been times when other people have used that method, and we as a world have benefited Mm. from it. Let me give an example. Well, again, I'm not advocating that we should use those methods— Let's use the example of Cortez and the Spanish using war and violence to kill the Aztecs and destroy Aztec culture. Would the world be better off if the Aztec culture had won and Mexico was continuing today to have human sacrifice and practice cannibalism. I wouldn't think so. Would we be better off had they not only defeated Cortez, but they expanded and took over all of North America and Europe, and we have worldwide human sacrifice and cannibalism going on, because that was part of the Aztec culture. Or even though the methods used by the Spanish were of war and violence— Is the world better off that the Aztec cannibalistic culture has been destroyed? I would have to say yes. That's what we're talking about here. We can't, as Christians, advocate that. As a Christian, I would want it to go in and have the missionaries go in and the martyrs and and convert the Aztecs, as you described what happened in the village that you saw as a child growing up. Yes, yes, yes. So I think we have effectively destroyed this idea, and I want people to feel comfortable. As Christians, you should not shy away if somebody says, are you trying to destroy my culture? If it is antagonistic to what God has designed life to operate upon, absolutely we're trying to destroy that culture. We want to get rid of witchcraft and voodoo, and and I will tell you, godless evolution is part of a culture, secular humanism. We want to get, we want to bring people into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, but we want to do it with methods of truth presented in love, leaving people free. And so this idea of any culture that is violating God's design laws are unhealthy and destructive, and any culture in harmony with them, we can support. It can look different. Give us examples. Worshiping a benevolent God of love is healthy, and there are people in different cultures that worship a benevolent God of love that may not have identified Jesus Christ yet, Mm -hmm. but they are still worshipers of a benevolent God. We would not want to destroy those principles of benevolence or beneficence and compassion to our fellow human being. That is something we'd want to embrace and support. 
If somebody in a culture had healthy lifestyle principles, they taught avoiding toxic substances, taking care of your body. There are cultures around the world that actually do many physically healthy things with diet and other stuff. We would want to support those aspects of their culture, not undermine them because those are in harmony with God's laws. Helping your neighbor, like the Amish culture, we'd want to support that. Or promoting a regular day of rest because it's actually healthy in harmony with the laws of health like the Jewish culture does. These are many different types of things that we can embrace and support because they're in harmony. But elements that are very destructive that we want to see taken away, I'll give you some examples of our culture. Valuing entertainment and pleasure Mm -hmm. over achievement. Valuing physical appearance over character. Mm -hmm. Valuing immediate reward, feels good now, got to have it now, over delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Valuing the survival of the fittest principle, me first at any cost, over loving others before self. Demeaning and exploitation of one segment of society to advance your segment of society. Believing things without reason. That's damaging. God gave us reasoning abilities. Rules over principles. Punishment rather than protection and discipleship, also known as discipline. All of these are damaging elements in societies, and as they take ascendancy, societies begin to decay. The Christian principles are always principles based on God's design laws, and when they're practiced, societies thrive. We don't coerce, we don't threaten, but we also don't acquiesce and accept all cultures as equal. They're not. Well said today, Dr. Tim Jennings. Comeandreason.com is the website listener. I invite you there. Dr. Jennings' blog, his books, his video programs, his tracks that you can share with other people. They're free, by the way. All at comeandreason.com. Dr. Jennings, thank you so much for clearing that up for us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Charles. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Tim Jennings wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. Together.